The West Live. The West Live with Ben O'Shea. The West Live. Making news. And joining me in the studio is Sunrise correspondent Matt Tinney. And we've got something exciting this week for the last week of the West Live in 2023. We're going to count down the biggest news stories of the year. And we're not just going to do a top five. We're not just going to do a top 10 like other media outlets. We're going to do the top 23 in 2023. I love it. Was there a meeting that decided this? No, I just whipped them up. I just whipped up <laughs> okay. the list myself. But Good idea. <laughs> and, and now we're going to go through them. We're going to count down from the 23rd most significant story to the number one most significant story that you'll hear on Friday. Uh, So let's get into it. 23. On TV, there was one show that was more talked about than any other, and it was, of course, Succession. Oh, they had their season oh, four could do a whole uh, podcast finale. On this. We easily could. Uh, it seemed that every episode that was dropped in this season made headline news around the world, especially episode three of the final mm. season, the death of Logan Roy, uh, played by Brian Cox. Do you remember that? What a well, shocker it, The it thing was. is, completely went against the usual arc for a TV TV series. So to have this sort of pinnacle moment so early on in the season was like, what? Yeah, What is going on? It was crazy. People just could not get their heads around it. Personally, I don't think it made the series better. Like, I think that last season suffered a little bit because it didn't have Logan I, I, Roy. I he's have, such a good character. would have killed him off a little later. I agree. I would have yeah. killed him off a bit later. But yeah, what it good. did do is return the series to what it originally was, the idea of a succession and these kids. Uh, it's kind of like a Rupert Murdoch, yeah. News Corp kind of um, parallel. Um, them fighting over the Empire, which I think, you know, took it back to its original vision, which I think was kind of fun. And, and then Who's the, your favourite character? Oh, it changes from... From week oh really? To week. Like I love, I love the dynamic between Tom and cousin Greg. Like they <laughs> always, they always crack me up. <laughs> the Bobsy twins. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and Tom and his little Greglets. Oh, and, I love Shiv. Oh, Shiv, I think is amazing. Yeah. Played by our very own Sarah Snook. Yeah, um, so good. Uh, and Kendall, I feel so sorry for him. You know, he always tends to lose out. Um, and uh, Kieran Culkin as oh, Roman is also genius. hilarious. The lines and in the that relationship show. between oh, him gosh. and um, oh god, no, Jerry. Jerry. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's. Uh, it's yeah. so such a clever show. Like it, it will absolutely go down as one of the greatest shows in the history of television. Vote for me. Just please vote for me. Shiv, vote for me. No. Yes. No. Shiv, don't do this. No. You can't do this. No. Shiv. no. Absolutely yes. no. not, man. No. Absolutely not. No. Why? No. Why? What just I love you. I really I love you, but I cannot stomach you. The finale, though, one of the all-time feel-bad finales. Yeah. Like, there were no winners. Everybody lost. Well, I guess the one person left standing was Tom. He's the one who yeah. ended up uh, inheriting the crown. Uh, and there was that, that final kind of sequence where you see him driving off in the back of a uh, you know a town car with Shiv. And it, he's clearly now in the position of power in that relationship after mm. previously not wearing the pants. Yeah. Uh, Roman was sitting alone in a bar sipping a martini sort of smiling ruefully and then that sort of really depressing image of Kendall walking through the park um, looking at the Hudson River looking just completely Mm. distraught as he sat there in that final shot of him looking out over the river what a show it was they don't make many like that that's for sure yeah and it just goes to show you know can have all the money in the world but it doesn't bring you happiness
Now, who could forget the Chinese spy balloon oh, that flew oh, across North America? What a saga. It became, it became internet famous. It was the subject of memes. It featured on US chat shows. Uh, it, it, was, it was on Saturday Night Live. Uh, everybody around the world was fascinated in this uh, spy balloon that was just because it was moving so slowly. Yeah. It started above North American airspace in Alaska, went across Canada, and then down through the US. And it was just traveling so slowly that and you average- have TV networks just like <laughs> tracking it. Yeah. Every day it was like spy balloon watch, and yeah. members of the general public who were taking photos with their phones yeah. were excited on social media when they spotted the balloon. Uh, and then the US Air Force shot the thing down uh, off the coast of South Carolina. It was pretty embarrassing for Beijing, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we still don't know exactly. We still don't know exactly what the point mm. of it was. Um, mm. The US recovered the uh, the equipment and they and they investigated it and said they didn't think that it was doing much surveillance, um, but it did have a bunch of equipment on board. Uh, they weren't looking at it as a major breach in security um, and more just maybe an accidental issue uh, of this spy balloon getting out of control. But it was one of a number of incidents involving the Chinese Chinese military this year. Um, there was the sonar blast that yes. injured Australia. Australian naval divers. Yep. Um, there were some close calls, Chinese naval vessels probably not behaving very well uh, in international waters. Um, but I hope for 2024, maybe international relations with China get back on track after Xi Jinping met with Joe Biden mm. in San Francisco last month. And it's, I mean, the AUKUS deal is, is sort of a sticking point with China. Yeah. But then the flip side, we've seen sort of those trade sanctions yeah, be lifted. Lift, exactly. So, so uh, optimistic. Cautiously, thawing, thawing. cautiously optimistic. <laughs> Trust but verify, I think was Joe Biden's words. <laughs> 21. Hollywood was brought to its knees this year by a couple of strikes. So you had the Writers Guild of America and you had the SAG-AFTRA organisation strike. So all of the actors, yep. all of the writers went out on strike. Um, the Writers Guild were out from May 2 to September 27. Um, so that was over 11,000 screenwriters all, all set, walked off the job. They were picketing out the front of the big studios. Um, the 148-day strike is the second longest in the history of Hollywood. Um, and the actors stayed out um, until November. They were protesting uh, more equitable revenue sharing um, for the content that they help create uh, and they wanted some protections uh, about AI because that's increasingly becoming used in the entertainment industry. And you have to remember many of these actors are not paid a fortune. Yeah, that's right. You know, we're not talking about the megastars. Yeah, and that's exactly it, right? Like I think when when a lot of people here are actor strikes, they go, I don't have much sympathy for Ben Affleck, Um, but we're not talking about them. We're talking about the, you know, the bit players, uh, the people who have like walk-on roles (laughs) uh, and they might be also, yeah, doing doing a couple of jobs at a time just to make ends meet. Yeah. And they're the ones that are really um, left out, literally left out in the cold. Um, it was a pretty brutal strike. The studios um, initially set a very hard line in mm. negotiations, but ultimately um, it was resolved when the studios and the producers came to the party. They came back to the negotiating table, pretty much gave um, the writers and actors most of what they wanted. They got and some protections more, and they? a bit more. Yeah. They threw a bit extra because I think there was a recognition that, you know, you can't have movies, you can't have TV shows yeah. without the writers. Um, and uh, so they play a, a very, very crucial role, uh, and that was recognised. Interestingly for me, as someone who writes about movies, 2023 will go down as the year when I spoke to more producers and directors than ever in my life. Because they were uh, Because there were no actors. There yeah. were no actors, no writers. The yeah. only ones promoting the movies that were being released were the, the producers. producers. Uh, and so, look, they, it was interesting trying to pitch those stories to the newspaper. <laughs> yeah. You know, here's Joe Bloggs' producer that nobody has ever heard of before, yeah. but trust me, trust me, he's a big deal. Yeah. Uh, but we, we got there in the 
the end, uh, and but it did see a bit of a slowdown on production, and we'll mm. feel that in 2024, was, movies being pushed back. It was interesting, like Drew Barrymore, her show, she end, you know ended it for the strike, but then came, came back, back early, yeah, and then had and then to, had to end it again because the optics are so terrible. Yeah, yeah I think a lot of people struggle to navigate it in Hollywood, um, but it'll be business as usual in 2024, and we'll get to see a lot more of those great TV shows and movies. biggest stories this year that transcended pop culture and really probably became bigger than it really deserved to be uh, was this romance between Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, which capped the most incredible year for Taylor Swift. So let me just run through some stats for you, Maddie. So she had the highest grossing concert film of all time with her Eras mm-hmm. Tour concert film, 250 million US dollars that generated at the box office. Uh, her Eras Tour uh, that that film was based on broke a record as well. It crossed the $1 billion mark, US dollars. So that's what's $1.5 billion Australian dollars yep. this year. Just incredible. Um, but there's been so much talk about her relationship with the Kansas City Chiefs tight end, Travis Kelsey. And what have you made of that this year? I think it's been fantastic for NFL and for <laughs> Taylor Swift. It's been amazing. And, you know, when she did uh, that concert as part of her Eras tour where she changed the lyrics to the yes. song, you know, Karma is the guy on the Chiefs. It's uh, It was just brilliant. I think it's been fantastic to watch um and it's so wholesome isn't it yeah you know and that's the thing about tay tay you know she's got these sort of edgy sides in her songs but it's very wholesome everyone can follow her and travis kelsey just seems like a nice guy that's kind of my impression yeah that's it like the last time i remember a big celebrity relationship uh, at this sort of level was you know maybe like your kanye west and kim kardashian but there was not the same sort of wholesomeness around it not the same wholesome you didn't necessarily (laughs) feel just there's nothing wholesome about that one there was whereas every time you see taylor swift in the stadium watching travis play and when he does something good which he does quite a lot because he's an insanely good nfl player Mm. you see her she's just so happy and cheering along Uh, and she was of course named time magazine's person of the year and she remember when she ran to the side of stage to go and kiss him when he was at the concert it's just it's just the sweetest thing right and Mm. the relationship was going on for a little bit longer than the public knew about it after he sort of uh, mentioned her on the podcast that he does with his brother he went to one of her concerts um and said he threw a a little friendship bracelet up on the stage with a message Phone to number, with his phone it? number on it yeah. uh, and then she tracked him down and they were dating secretly and uh, look it's lovely and I think a lot of Taylor Swift fans are very happy for her because yeah. she hasn't had the best luck when it comes to men um, she's going to struggle though to get a new album out of him because everything's all roses and yeah, this is the I thing she needs Taylor the breakup Swift's the music, you need the breakup you need the heartbreak the angst I was watching an old interview with her the other day where she was talking about Ed Sheeran calling her because he was at a club oh. and he said oh they've played you know shake it off three times um since i've been here and taylor swift said she was so glad because all she's wanted is people to dance to her music and usually what they do is cry yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, yeah that's right yeah so there we go so taylor swift in from pop culture i think you know she has definitely been the big winner oh, of 2023 travis kelsey yeah. along for the ride yeah uh, and it looks like they're both enjoying themselves so let's hope 2024 brings us more Fingers taylor crossed. swift and travis kelsey news and Maybe do you know what she's been bells? the big winner of as well What's my that? instagram algorithm because 
that's, that's <laughs> all I get pumped. And, and your, Spotify, your Spotify, your Spotify oh rapped was all goodness, Taylor Swift constantly, as well. Constantly, yeah, there constantly. We go. There we go. 19. Now, this story was a fascinating one this year. The story of Kathleen Folbig. Uh, she was reviled as a baby killer. At one point, she was considered Australia's most hated woman when she was convicted in 2003 of murdering three of her children and for the manslaughter of another. Um, but this year, we saw she was pardoned and released from prison in June after 20 years behind bars. And then this month, her convictions were quashed by an appeals court, which is a very rare step indeed after an inquiry examined new scientific evidence and found there was now reasonable doubt about her guilt. Um, what did you make of Kathleen Folbig's story? There's a fascinating wow, interview fasc- on Spotlight as well. Fascinating, fascinating. Uh, I believe her. Yeah. I totally believe her. And I think it's interesting how science over time is changing yep. um, that justice world, that crime world. Um, and just to think that she was locked up for that time. 20 years. For something she didn't do. Yep. And now that that conviction has been quashed, it opens uh, the door for a compensation payout. And legal experts are saying this could be a record payout mm. um, for wrongful conviction. After you know 20 years behind bars, you would certainly hope that uh, she's in line for a pretty decent uh, compensation payout. Yeah. And I think we'll get that sooner rather than later in this case. And you think she did that interview, a spotlight interview um, with Nat Barr, and she sort of said that that's going to be it. Like she doesn't want sort of all the attention or anything. Yeah. She just wants a quiet life now, and, and who could blame her? Thanks, Maddie. Well, we'll come back tomorrow with more of our countdown of the 23 biggest stories in 2023. You've been listening to The West Live with Ben O'Shea. If the story behind the story matters to you, then you can count on thewest.com.au to deliver.